Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, today we're looking at a parable and a pretty famous parable at that. We're going to be discussing the parable of the Good Samaritan out of Luke chapter 10 verses 29 through 37. Now this is a incredibly well-known parable of Jesus and so what I thought that we would do with just a couple of minutes that we have is not really rehash or focus so much on the the story of the parable, because I think that's a pretty well-known and well-worn path at this point, nor do I really want to key in on some of the more obvious uh, teaching points that have come out of numerous sermons and devotionals out of this uh, out of this parable from Jesus. What I'd like to do instead is just focus on a couple things that popped up as I was thinking about it as it pertains to our larger topic for this week, which is this idea that uh, this genetic fallacy, which we're going to get into more in tomorrow's episode, but this idea that where you were born is just a historical accident of, of, of history and geography, and that your culture is so, so influential in what you believe and how you Uh, act and behave that you really can't do anything about it. It's just sort of a force of nature and that you only believe what you believe because of where you're born. And had you been born in some other place or other time, you would believe differently. Well, the Good Samaritan seems to actually fly in the face of that kind of thinking, even from a biblical perspective. And I say that because when we look at the Samaritan in this passage, there were certain expectations to Jesus's audience for who a Samaritan was and how a Samaritan would act and would treat a Jewish person because of the past history between them, the animosity between the Samaritan culture and the Jewish culture in the time of Jesus and even hundreds of years before that time. And yet, despite all these expectations and despite the culture and the backdrop of this Samaritan character in Jesus's parable, the Samaritan completely defies expectations based on who he was and where he was from. And not only does the Samaritan defy expectations and sort of go against what you would expect him to do or be, so do the priest and so does the Levite. And so in Jesus's parable, Every single expectation for how these folks would act based on who they were and where they're from are completely turned on their ear. And I think that that's purposeful. So we have several takeaways here that I would just offer up to you to consider as we think maybe in a different way about this parable. The first takeaway is that based on one of the things that Jesus is discussing here, that people don't always act in accordance with their professed beliefs. We see this in the priest and in the Levite. Presumably, this priest would have considered himself a man of God, a man of the Torah, someone who knew God's word, who knew what was expected of him as a priest. And yet, even though he would have said that he believed all those things, he certainly didn't act 
in accordance with the the law and he didn't love his neighbor. And so that's a that's a big thing to consider is that people don't always act consistently with what they say they believe. And so because of that, actions very much so speak louder than words. Now, takeaway number two is sort of related to this, but I also was thinking about this idea that we should never assume the intents or the motives of someone's heart based on some superficial detail about a person. And man, if we don't need to hear this today in our culture in the U.S. right now, so many things are being assumed about a person's motives, about their thoughts, about their motivations and their beliefs simply based on superficial details about who they are, whether it's the color of their skin, whether it's the profession that they happen to be involved in. It's almost as if if you're if you check a few of these boxes right now, everyone can suddenly read your mind. They just know what you're thinking and who you are. But that's not true. And the parable of the Good Samaritan certainly would reinforce that idea that it's absolutely not true that anyone knows what your heart's motives are just because of some superficial detail about you, like where you're from. And so the final takeaway is just to echo what Jesus said, that In John chapters 14 and 15, he said to his disciples that if we love him, we will keep his commandments. So if we love Jesus, we'll do what he's asked us to do. Obedience, action is directly tied into our love or our professed love for Jesus. And so lip service isn't good enough. We must live our beliefs just like this Samaritan did. Unlike the priest and the Levite who would have had the right words to say, but didn't back it up with action, it isn't good enough to do that. We have to live our beliefs and we need to demonstrate that we really believe this through our actions and be like the Samaritan rather than like the priest and the Levite. So in today's culture, it's easier said than done to do all those things. But I hope that you find this encouragement out of Luke chapter 10 and this parable that we all know and love. And I hope that it will encourage you and spur you on to live out what you believe and not just pay lip service to it. I know I could use that reminder from time to time as well. So thanks for listening. And I will look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another episode of Fruit Snacks. 